When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from iLikeHugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iLikeHugh.com. Now, let's get started. Welcome, girls. Hey, back at nice Swiss Co-Create. Oh, yes. You know, yeah. My first time here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, so Melinda Lee, thank Hi. you so much for joining us. You know what? Thank you for uh, having me. I, I've known you for so long, yes. girl. And uh, marketing and communications, that's your gig. But you have helped me in so many other ways. You know what? Well, you and I really want to I want to No, no, no. 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 I, I really want to say that. Right there is. Us. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's sorry. good. It's good. Sorry, good. Sorry, Enjoy. Sorry. No, 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 no. I want to hear everyone else's story, though. Well, you will. You okay. will. Okay. I think yeah. uh, just acknowledging where we are, because I think that uh, the, the Swish location is Swish. <laughs> it's pretty flipping cool. Like, it's really nice. It's, it's a great location. I feel like we've done some Hue Crew here, and it's been so welcoming and amazing. So uh, if you guys haven't checked it out, what's the address uh, at Swish? 703 Corridan Avenue. Right on. Unit 4 on the second floor. Yeah. Hey, yes. Say yeah, no more. So it's been, it's been really <laughs> but nice. But you know what? It does definitely, it's definitely girl power here. Totally. Oh, yeah. Totally. Definitely oh, feminine. Power. I yeah. know. Yes. And you know what? We do have some very astute audience um, members that might be firing some questions at I us. I like but it. you know what? They're secret guests, you know. No. Our secret weapon. Again, welcome to Francine Poignier. Thank you very much. Yes, that's for having you. Our yes. honorable Hugh Crew member. What? I know, and uh, I'm sorry. I really want that dress. I know, it's amazing. Okay. I really want that. I might be able to find one for you. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm more into her shoes, and we don't want to draw uh, attention to everyone's shoes because Tracy has a shoe issue. I know, or I do have a shoe issue. No, but those you know are what? Great. No, the dress is great. It's the dress is Thank you. I'm yeah. going yeah. to. Shamelessly Thank you. No, I'm into it. I'm into Thank it. you. I'm into the whole look. Yes. You should touch it. I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Touching? Yes. Yes. Okay. Touching. I like it. I like it. Oh my! It's, it's, it's that neoprene. It's that neoprene. It's that neoprene. It's a wetsuit. You know, it's she good. Could go Amazing. Into the pool I could. If you really want to. If I wanted to. If you wanted. I feel like we're getting into fall now, so I feel like that's just like a dream for us. Yeah. You know that if we could just find a place that we can jump into a pool, but it's not even that hot out anymore. Oh come on. Okay, okay, okay. Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. No, 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 no. Sorry. Bummer. Back to you. You know, back to our special guest, Melinda. Yes. Okay. Hello. Hello. We're trying to very, 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 very gently deflect the attention off of you. Because you are, I know, I know. It took a lot even for you to come and sit in this chair. I'm behind and the scenes know, all the time. I know. You but know. no, this is so much fun. So first of all, I know, um, you know. Let's talk about your background. You know, your family, mm -hmm. where you where you come from, and a little bit about what you're doing now. Okay. Well, yeah. my family originally came from Hong Kong in 1961. Is that correct? I think, believe so. 1961, <laughs> and. Um, my dad has been very involved in the community, not just my dad, because he's talking about girl power, because mm -hmm. my mom oh, came in 1968, yeah. and without 
my mom, my dad couldn't do half the things he said, and I hope he won't be watching this. So be no. fine. My mom might be. She's incredible. Mm -hmm. um, yes. So your dad was left hand Yes, I don't like to say no, it, no, but no, he, no. he is, and so, he was he in. Was. Um, uh, from 2009, so it was 10 years ago, um, to 2015. So he had a six-year term, and it it was fun, but we are so, so happy, happy it's that over. it's over. So I just want to acknowledge your mom. She's is, is, is why I brought your dad up, because I was in politics during the time that yes. your dad was lieutenant government, governor, and I remember being at events where your dad was at. She is. And me. your mom is literally like a shining freaking star. <laughs> your mom... Just, el just eludes confidence uh, and passion, and I just, my eyes never went to your dad. My eyes <laughs> always went to your mom, and that's. I just want to. We're talking mm, about girl no. power, so I just wanted to acknowledge. No, but it is I just wanted to acknowledge your mom because uh, I know who she is, and I've seen her at events, and just, just a woman of grace. Like she, there's no other way to describe her. This is one of the things that I get very upset about when people always say your dad, your dad, your dad. But my mom, she mm -hmm. without, yeah, she is the backbone, 100%. his backbone. She yeah. is incredible. And she actually volunteers just as much, if not more, than my dad. I would say they volunteer equally, but they do things together. And she will very, you know, honestly tell you the only reason why she became involved volunteering because she wanted to spend time with my dad. <laughs> and yeah. that's how that's the kids yeah. Yeah. became involved. And... I mean, just last week, I know this is going to air later on, but just this past Folklorama, celebrating the 50th year, yeah. they were actually yeah. honored because they were both volunteers for 50 years at Folklorama. Oh, yeah, and, incredible. And incredible. at the time, yeah. my eldest sister was 14, no, 16 months, and the other one was a newborn. Oh, and oh then gosh. I came 10 years later. But um, oh, wow. So wow. here she is volunteering yeah. in the kitchen with two babies, um, sometimes at home with the living grandmother sometimes with the grandma you know in Chinatown for yeah. Florida yeah. <laughs> yeah and and we we, had, we were kind of talking about um, just like the cultural parts of, mm -hmm. of, of, of relationships and, and and men and women and right. just you know there's a whole host of things that we can go into but um, just as a person who firsthand saw your parents and uh, again, I mean, I just, I'm a big fan of your mom, and I'm just happy you got a chance to kind of acknowledge her and I hope she's watching. Well, and I we think can tell her that tons, there's a lot yeah. of young women who looked at her and were just like, oh, we love you, you're amazing. And no, you just, she's, she, yeah. she is, and a lot of people may not remember, the, but she's an entrepreneur herself. Yeah. She yeah. is a, she was a working mom. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, no, and cool. you know, and I guess maybe this whole conversation is going to be a little bit more cultural based, mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. if. If you watch the Hugh Crew online, you we will can see. see that we are all coming from different ethnicities. <laughs> you shall see. I mean, see. You know, I mean Francine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, and Francine, you know, from the Métis and the mul mm -hmm. you know mixed multicultural. Francophone. Uh, you know, Francophone. Yep. Um, I'm Japanese Canadian, but you know what? I mean, getting back to volunteering. Mm -hmm. What does volunteering mean now? And I mean, you are into it like, She's like huge, yeah. Belinda. <laughs> but you're doing it. But how do you? How do you get the younger people to come well, on and buy into that? Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? It's mentorship. That's how I got involved. I mean, I grew up in it, too, so I of already course. had... But yeah. oh, I, I, yeah. I had incredible mentors growing up in the Chinese community and outside. Well, who were they? Well, 
my dad, of course, yeah. my mom, yeah. um, and so many other people in the community, such as um, the late Dr. Joseph Dew, who is one of my dad's oh, yeah. best friends, yeah. and um, Art Mickey, as you'd yes. say. I, yeah. I didn't know him as well as I know my doc, yeah. my, my Dr. Dew, sorry, my <laughs> Uncle Joe. I call him Uncle Joe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the late Philip Chang and his wife Shirley Chang were another oh, couple yeah, yeah. of great people. Yeah. And uh, currently, Dr. Patrick Choi is incredible, but his wife, um, Stella, she has an incredible story too and they're very shy so they might not like me mentioning their names and yeah. another person that um, I look up to is my grandmother so oh, she is nice. also another entrepreneur and uh, we could talk about our, yes. her story another mm -hmm. time she's 99 and she's wow. Well, Amazing. Share it now. I'm like I'm so fascinated yeah. by this so did your grand did your grandmother come she came in 1974 so she came um, after some family tragedies. Mm -hmm. My mom said, no, I want you to come to Canada. I want you and my three sisters to yeah. come to Canada and mm -hmm. to be with me and we'll take care of you. And yeah, that whole they family did. moved. Um, yeah, there was and some grandma lived with you guys. That's what you said, the living grandma? For many now. years, yeah. 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 Oh, so she, uh, cool. we've had a lot of family deaths and oh. um, so yeah, so she had her own business in Hong Kong. She had to take over from my grandfather when he died unexpectedly and very young. And she had five mm -hmm. kids mm -hmm. um, from the ages wow. of one to, I guess, I don't know how old my mom was. I'm sorry. Please That's forgive okay. me. Maybe 12. I don't know. Oh, right. Maybe wow. nine. I don't yeah. know. But she, and so she had to take over, the, teach herself how to take over his business, wow. took over and you know, when they were ready for her to retire, my mom said, okay, let you guys all come here. And so my mom and my dad brought them to Canada one by one well. at different times. And then, hmm. you know, and sadly, cool. sadly, you know, she's had to endure a lot and still has even while she lived in Canada because I, we'll talk about this another time. I don't want to get yes. into that because I'll mm -hmm. cry, but um, yeah. we have a rare family disease in yeah. our family. I don't have it, but... There is, I talked to Tracy about this a lot, about the survivor's guilt, mm. but um, I would love to bring my sister on one day and she could tell you her story. I'd rather she tell you her story than me because it's not mine to tell, but um, it's yeah, a family yeah. story and we'd love to shed light on on this. On so it is, well. and, and I guess it's a hereditary disease, okay. but it skips. Mm. But it's the... Uh, well, you, you have know, a 50% chance of getting it. Yes. I was you a lucky did. 50. She was a lucky 50, but you know what? It is... It is your sister. Mm -hmm. It is your mother. It, it yeah. is your grandmother. It's your, your yeah. blood. It's still and, your family. Yeah. You know, and and you're all living it. But again, that's a you know a different story. But I guess the the, the journey that I would like to kind of talk about is the cultural journey. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, Rana too, with your family, mm -hmm. you know, coming from Pakistan yeah. and and mm -hmm. coming over. What was that like? Yeah, I mean, my parents came. You know, it's interesting because my parents were. Like my mom was 18 and my dad was maybe 20. So my parents have actually lived here longer than they'd ever lived anywhere mm -hmm. else, okay. right? Yeah. So, um, but it's funny because all you know, this will air after hopefully our, my my niece is born. But so my and I'll give you an example. So my my youngest sister is having her first child. Her and my her husband John are having their first baby, and she's due sometime this month. And mm -hmm. Um, you know, just as a parent, like my, I've been asking my mom, I'm like, mom, like, you were 19 when you had my brother <laughs> alone and you had just gotten to this country. Yeah. 
Like, how did you do this? My sister has seven people around her, and it's still a challenge, right? Like, yeah. but because because you're, you you care. Yeah. And my mom was just like, she didn't even know what was happening. She didn't know how to what labor was. No one had told her what to do or what, there was what pregnancy no books, was. There was, no, there was like, nothing. And nineteen, and in nineteen, imagine being nineteen. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm forty, and then you tell me about having a kid. I'm just like, oh my god. But there's so many things. So <laughs> I, I just think that. These stories of, of like your parents or, or people like my parents who legitimately had no clue yeah. of what they were walking into, right. no language, no culture, no nothing. They're having kids, or I mean, it's just it's just. Yeah. So I always say, and you'd probably say this about your mom, and that's why I want to take mm-hmm. time to acknowledge your mom. Was yeah. that, I mean, I don't know if there's anyone stronger than those immigrant women mm-hmm. who had led these families For through sure. some of the most difficult sure. things. I just what don't know how. Story? I agree. I just what don't know how. Story? And I can't, I, I know it, I could never do it. Yeah. Well, we never immigrated. Yeah. We were born and mm-hmm. raised yeah. in, uh, well, I'm, I was actually born in Calgary, but my family's all from the prairies, and so we have the franco Manitoban yeah. Métis background and so which we're grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so we've always just been here kind of thing. and. But and, a big family. and a big family, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have uh, family gatherings of at least 30 plus, you know, oh, with wow. the uncles and aunts <laughs> and the grandparents are there. And, yeah. and most of them, thankfully, thankfully, are still with us, you know. Nice. And, Wonderful. you know, rest in peace to those that aren't. But yeah. uh, we have, you know, 30 on one side, 30 on the other side, mom's side, dad's side. So Beautiful. we're always loud and boisterous and yeah. we walk hard and fast and, you know. And wow. You have to cherish every moment with them. I too. love Agreed. it. Yeah, no, Agreed. it's really good. Yeah. And Agreed. I think for my family background, it's kind of... Um, you know, it's in, you know, embracing the immigrants coming in. Um, but I was born and raised here too, much like Francine. Mm-hmm. As I was too. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and we all are. Yeah. Um, yeah. My parents actually were born here, so they're so I'm like actually oh. third generation. Okay. Uh, so wow. they were born in Haney, BC, and they were part of the whole internment mm-hmm. after World War II. Wow. So wow. there's a there's a whole interesting. Um, story now that is coming to light yes as we get older mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know and and for me uh, you know sadly I lost my aunt and uncle and mm-hmm. you know in their last few months or whatever stories would occur or whatever and it looked like you know there were stories about them in childhood because what happens in as you dementia and everything mm-hmm. like right. that but they remember you know those old stories and it was just like for me it was like I wish I had asked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think, but I think it's the Asian culture okay. yeah. Yeah. that they, they don't. They but don't actually, ask. I have okay. also learned that I am doing stories mm-hmm. with World War II veterans, and they don't talk. Wow. Like They don't talk about what happened. Mm-hmm. They don't talk what happened mm-hmm. in the prison camp, and they don't know what happened to the, to and, the guy yeah. beside yeah. him. And you yeah. know what you talk they, to them? They're taught to be stoic. Yes. yes, stoic is the best. Yeah. Stoic, stoic is, is, mm-hmm. it is actually the best yes. word to describe. Yeah. Yeah. And not to bring it about back to me because no. it's not about me, but we didn't talk about this disease growing yeah. up. Mm-hmm. We yes. honestly didn't even know how some right. of the people in our family yeah. passed away. They, they just exactly. passed away, right? Yeah. Like you didn't know. And and it wasn't until it was really. I need to credit my sister and my cousin who are. Um, so vocal about it, mm-hmm. who have the mm-hmm. disease, and my other sister. Sorry, I don't want to forget yeah. about her. She has it as well, and she lives in Toronto. But they are the ones who are really starting to be vocal about it because 
it's, awareness. You don't, yeah, it's awareness. awareness. Yeah. It's very rare, it's, so but it's awareness. Yeah. So can we just say the name yeah. right now? Von Hippel-Lindau, VHL. So that's a rare disease. It's closely related to cancer, mm -hmm. and um, it's a unrelenting disease, but uh, sometimes you don't have a lot of symptoms. My mom um, has it, and she's had a couple of surgeries, but she's been, knock on wood, pretty stable mm -hmm. for wow. the last 20-some so, years. Wow. Um, my, other, my other sister in Toronto, she, she's had her issues, and um, the one in Winnipeg that actually a lot of people might know her, Maggie Lee Grant, Maggie. Mm -hmm. yeah. she, um, she lost her sight because of this disease. Oh, she, mm -hmm. she, okay, you have to talk to yourself but because it's her story, but um, she is right now recovering from her ninth um, brain surgery. So. Well, so this woman, just to let you know, I've met Maggie. Melinda, Melinda is an amazing person. Oh. <laughs> Maggie is like, also beyond mm. like she is absolutely beyond we have a great support system too so. I know I know I know you know, know. no and they, and they do but um, so anyways okay so let's shift all of this teary-eyed stuff I know, um, yes, because <laughs> another big thing that I want to talk about mm -hmm. is that you you and your family of course are very devoted to being you know proponents and spokespeople for you know people living with disabilities mm -hmm. and, you know, especially what Maggie has done and with the CNIB. Well, human rights has always been very important to our family. And, I mean, my father used to be the commissioner of the Human Rights yeah. Commission mm -hmm. many years ago. Say. So this was long before there were any disabilities in our family. So it's always been something that's been close to our heart. And I'm a true believer that, you know, everything kind of ties together in your mm -hmm. life yeah, when you don't sure. know. Yeah. Um, but. Since my sister lost her sight, we have even more so taken a look at um, human rights, whether it's accessibility rights, which um, my sister's becoming a pretty good advocate on that, and I, like, I love helping her. Um, and not only that, but also rights, right now my grandmother, who's 99, accessibility for senior elders, citizens and elders. Hearing, so, I mean, yeah, yeah. and... Sure. It's hard at our age. We're totally. all, I don't know how old you are, but we're all in our 40s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're close. Yeah, so in our 40s. But yeah. it's harder getting older well, and watching oh. family get older. Yeah. So, yeah, well, it's just yeah. talking care, about this. We become caregivers. Yeah. So, oh, I'm yeah. going to throw it out to our audience. Like, Annalie Ames is sitting here, and I, so it just twigged on me where we're talking about people w living with disabilities. You're in the film world. Mm. How. How are they addressing people, or how much more, or, or you know, writing roles for, seniors. you know, seniors and writing roles for people with disabilities? I was producing with my best friend, Juliet Hogovian, who's a producer in Winnipeg, and we were specifically looking at um, old, you know, Alzheimer's and d different disabilities for a very long time. One of my dearest friends in the world is a stand-up comic who it works in the UK a lot called Tanya Lee Davis and she's a little person and uh, I wanted to write her into pieces and, and that it, it's something that is, is gladly being embraced, uh, slowly being embraced. I think as more people talk about mm -hmm. things the film industry goes as population goes and as people go and I think the more that you know you talk about the things you're talking about and I see how hard it is for you I also really believe that the tears and the things that you bring to the story open up mm -hmm. the story 
Thank you. And so leaning into that is a really big piece for the film industry, for storytellers, for, you know, it's 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 I'm not really hard not to have tears because I'm wearing mascara. So <laughs> I, I, I get that. I, I also think we that we don't too. we <laughs> don't like to share those stories necessarily because no. they become private and they become personal. Mm-hmm. But because of that personal mm-hmm. piece is is the way that filmmakers and the world embraces mm-hmm. it. So I really really respect you bringing it up and saying and also saying it's your sister's story because it is your sister's it story, so but it's also your story. Yeah. Yeah, we have a good bond and I think you know, it, we have an incredible family. We have, yeah. we yeah. really, really do. And a lot of people don't know the side of our family. They just see us the, the on the surface. Yeah, the yeah. So, yeah, on the social. And you see them, and this is like, it's so incredible. And then going back to the conversation we had heard mm-hmm. earlier, that there's human beings behind every role, mm-hmm. right? So um, just as somebody who was in those circles while your parents were in those circles, you know they're they're stoic and they're so graceful mm-hmm. and they're they're funny. Like your dad's hilarious. <laughs> no, like, he, you know he, he is. I think, I think that's hilarious. We laugh at his jokes. Um, I, I actually personally laugh at his jokes. <laughs> well, no, he's not just, 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 like, just really, laughed, just know, really yeah, good yeah. people, very welcoming. You know, and um, but again, they're human beings, and no matter what the title is, and no matter what the role is, they mm-hmm. have history, and they're people behind that. And I guess. That, that's the mm-hmm. thing. So it's really nice to have you be able to open up about people who I immensely respect. Go ahead. Your dad and my dad were friends. Oh, my really? dad was Kerry Hawkins. <gasps> my father loved Kerry Hawkins. I'm so sorry for this. And oh, so no. you talk about disability. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father's funeral and your father and my father were very, very close. And yes. I just realized that I, as you're speaking. I didn't know that you wow. were Kerry's. So my father was the president of Cargill Canada yes, for 26 years. Absolutely. He started Centerport. He was on Hudson Bay. I mean, mm-hmm. you name it, he was he did it. And at his funeral, yeah, respect for your <laughs> and your dad as well, and your mother as well, and um, which is really strange that I'm sitting here because you think about that as a piece, and my father dying of vascular dementia, mm-hmm. and watching somebody so accomplished uh, uh, literally lose every piece of themselves Mm -hmm. and at his funeral I spoke and I spoke to all the business people in Manitoba including every dignitary and everybody Mm -hmm. that was there saying who do you want to be not who are you but who who do you want to be and how do you want to affect the world and your father (laughs) and mother happened to be two of those people in my world who I respect greatly and have through my parents I feel that they are doing diligence to that peace in the world so I, I, I it's you. funny that I'm sitting yeah. here no no but yeah. I mean thank you for, for, for bringing like you up said, the relationship and yeah I mean we were just talking before this what a small world Winnipeg right. is mm-hmm. it's incredible but um, that thank you for sharing that and I will share that with my parents because they have so much respect mm-hmm. for your for your late father but um, what they will tell you everything they do is for their children and grandchildren and I think your father would be very proud of the legacy that he's left and how you're doing your part to carry it on. And mm-hmm. I think we, I can, I'm hoping I speak for all of us. I think you probably, I think you're on point. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, but I, and I also think we speak for all of us why we all chose to stay in Manitoba. Absolutely. You're a Calgarian, but you're Manitoban. I was only born there. I came okay. when I was two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah. Our parents chose Manitoba, and we all decided to stay here mm -hmm. to make, because I think we all have mad love for Winnipeg 100%. and Manitoba. Absolutely. And, and that's one thing that I respect. The business people, the leaders, such as your dad, and my dad too, because my and my mom, as why she decided to build businesses here, because they love this community, mm -hmm. and our job here is to try to keep it going. Keep it going. I know. Keep it going. Yes. Just to jump on in on this. Yeah. I think that what we're really talking about is it takes a village. Oh, yes. right. Yes. You know, right. I mean, especially with these two ladies because of the connections there with their respectful parents. Yeah. Um, you know, you see how you two are, and I mean, it's amazing, you know, and I think that we need to have that in our discussions a little bit more because, like, you know, I have little kids, mm -hmm. and how do I want who do I want my kids to be? Yeah. How do I want my kids to grow up? Mm -hmm. It's around women like yourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know? You know? Right. right on. Well, and I mean, yes. I mean, for you got Nico. Mm -hmm. I have two boys, grown mm -hmm. boys, and uh, we don't you know, have children. But we have But we're auntie. But it's the influence. But it's the influence. We had this conversation before, and it takes a village. You know, you were just talking about your nephew turning 20. Right. Oh, and and shout out to my what? other nephew who's eleven. Who's eleven? <laughs> like, but when did that happen? But you know what? I I don't think I could love either one of them anymore if I right. had my own. I mean, I don't know, and yeah. hopefully one day I'll be blessed with children. But if I'm not, I they're my legacy right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. And not only that, yeah. you talk about me not having children and having two biological nephews. I have. So many nieces and nephews. That's right, because it takes a village. Yes, and I think all of us, I'm not sure, that. but do you, yes. did you have a lot of aunties and uncles growing up to not literally? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I feel like I'm auntie to more, like I'm literally <laughs> yeah. everyone's auntie. You're going to talk to my house tonight? I know. I'm going to talk to my auntie. I'm going to talk to us in too. I'm going to talk to us in the whole trip. I think what's fun about us is that we get to be... Yes. The ones who peace out when we don't want to be yeah. <laughs> so okay. to be honest. For rent. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. Have time. Time. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. No, we I have five, <laughs> we have a blended family of five children, oh so it's yeah. amazing to, and then many nieces and nephews that I just recently took a breather from my teenage children to go, oh my gosh, I have to help you guys, you're all so little, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, and no. empower them, empower yeah. them in the world to tell their story too. Yeah. It's really, so, really important. You know, one of the last questions that I'm going to throw out is that nowadays, okay, so we've talked about all of these great mentors, parents, whatever, mm -hmm. friends. Mm -hmm. Now the big thing is influencers, mm -hmm. social influencers that have, to oh, my, yeah. in, in my thinking, haven't really done the homework, but so. all they've been doing is been a very narcissistic thing about it's all about me and look at where I am. But they have this crazy amount of people mm -hmm. and, and watchers. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to throw it to you, Francine. Sure. Yeah, I want to hear that. That's well, okay. Been, absolutely. <clears throat> it's, in your, coffee, it's in your you realm. Know, I get yeah. my Vogue.com and all my... <laughs> fashion business and things like that emails coming through and one of the stories that stuck out exactly that was Michael Kors. Mm -hmm. Not to give them a, pro a, a tag or whatever but uh, had an influencer rather than a supermodel and it was uh, you know just um, so, John, Jane Doe influencer for Michael Kors and this is what she does and so she's gotten way more followers even than for example so supermodel but 
That also takes a lot of work, though. So I kind of have a catch-22 vision on that because I'm learning more about, well, they can do it. They're doing it. Um, you know, maybe they're, they know the right people to speak to or whatever, what, what have you. But I don't dis disregard any hard work no. or, that, or delayed gratification. No. I, mm -hmm. I'm teaching my 11-year-old son delayed gratification because he's so, now, now it's taking time to download, mm -hmm. Mom, what's going on here? You know, sometimes if you're waiting for something that's really good, give it a bit of time. Mm -hmm. But the social influencers and the fashion influencers out there, you know, Chira, Fragni, and, and all those ladies, they're just blowing up overnight. So it's, yeah. it's a new fad that we yeah. are having to deal with and accept. But at the same time, I think that they need to learn, you know, etiquette, pros. Oh, like yes. I was watching yes. a, a model camp in Winnipeg this, this past weekend. I was out of town, but I was following the story online. They're learning. They're learning how to pose. They're learning how to strut. They're learning how to pose, how yeah. to say cheese, and how to be, you know, uh, politically correct in <laughs> yeah. social settings, which yeah. is, you know, That's something huge. that you need to do. Yeah. So uh, I'm kind of split right now, and I don't yet have 100% for or against it, but I'm exploring. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because I don't feel like it's a it's for. Now. I don't believe like it's a for or against yeah, conversation. Yeah, it's a now. It's a reality. I feel like it's a how much seriousness... An influence should they have? Yeah. Because a job's a job. A job is a job. Yeah. And a paying job is a paying job. Yeah. And you know what, man? If you're 16, yeah. And you're making some and cash. And she's across the world. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Good on you. Taking but pictures. My, but I guess the question <laughs> is, is that, is, 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 you know, have we taught our teenage nephews and kids, blah blah, to not be as influenced, like to understand that they are just influencers, yeah. and maybe that's what it is. Well, yeah, I think I it, it is. Up to yep. us more mature people to right. to help guide the way, guide the way, navigate. No, yeah. no. And I really think that you know, I think about my father because mm -hmm. we've talked about him, and he had nothing, and he mm -hmm. went, he left Manitoba to go down to the to the states. Mm -hmm. To UND with $50 in his pocket to get into university. He couldn't get into university. He didn't have the money. He didn't have any influence at all. Mm -hmm. And then they wouldn't let him in, so he went down to Fargo and they said, Well, you need $50 to come back with your registration. He said, I don't have it. And he went and played pool that night and won his registration oh, fee wow. as, as a woman left. I mean, those are stories that kids now, I'm sure there's kids out there mm -hmm. that have those stories. That's the influencers I want to hear about. Mm -hmm. yeah. Woohoo! And that's where we're going to start. That's where we're going to start. Thank awesome. you so awesome. much. Thank you. What a that was so, so fun. Much. You are oh, a, awesome. just Thanks a joy to have again. Oh, I really thank enjoyed you. having you. Well, thank you awesome. for inviting me. Yeah, yeah. Social thank influencers. You. And give your left hand. Hey, you got your work cut out for yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> you got to influence us to work harder. I'm evaluating you. But we're also here to mentor them. But we're here to mentor them if they Thanks for listening. This has been a production of ilikeq.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. 
It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.